Grab your highlighters. Can't find them? They're probably right there in your pocket protector. It's time for that early childhood nerd podcast. Let's get nerdy. Here's Heather. everyone, welcome to another episode of That Early Childhood Nerd. I'm Heather Burnt Santi, and today I am joined by David Kahn. Hello, Hi, internet. David. <laughs> David hasn't been on the podcast for a long time. I was looking at our Skype history, and it was December of 2017 or something like that, the last time we... That's weird. We talked, yeah. Um, so David is now a, a published children's author. A self-published children's author. Self-published. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that you need to quant- to modify it. I think you can. You're published. You're selling. Thank books. you. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. So I um I thought it would be fun to have David on and just let him talk about this new book, um, and and uh, talk about his process. And but is there anything you just want to say about yourself right now before we jump into that? Like, what are you doing these days? And- sure. My name's David. I am a. I don't. Whatever you want to call me. A, educator, a teacher, whatever else, um, at a nursery program in Leeds for, and I'm doing the air quotes thing, disadvantaged two-year-olds. Oh, boy. And um, it's free 15 hours a week that the government does, or fun, not free, but fun, free free places for two-year-olds who are so-called disadvantaged Uh 15 hours a week. So it's every morning. And I've been doing that for about three years now, and I like it a lot. Okay. And when you say disadvantaged, I'm, I mean, a lot of us would say at risk, too. Is that just income level? Is that why they're considered to be? Yeah. It's just, uh, there, there's a bunch of labels, and we'll, yeah. we can talk more about Yeah, labels. that's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's actually, at risk is on my list of words we should just stop using, which I keep saying I'm either going to write or podcast about this list. but Yeah. Um, it uh, sounds like yeah. you know what I'm talking about, at least. For Absolutely. That. So, um, okay. So, David, your book is called Umar. Umar. Am I saying it right? Yes. Umar. So, will you, um, well, I guess describe the story first, maybe. Sure. Umar is a boy who is fascinated by keys, and he sees the adults in his life use keys. He sees his dad and his mom and his grandma and his nursery teacher use keys. He wants to learn to use them. He wants to see what it feels like to let people in and out of doors. He tries really hard to get turns with keys <laughs> and he tries and practicing them is hard for him, but he ends up by the end of the page opening a door for, to his house by, by himself and he's very happy about it. And it's a very simple short story, but it's just about a boy who loves keys. Mm-hmm. And then there's a section for the adults at the end, which was my attempt at making basics of child development and all of the neuroscience stuff as accessible and as relatable and not as be this sort of parent or be this sort of educator right. reaching this as possible. Right. And so um, so talk about that section a little bit. What What advice are you giving to the parents or the adults who are reading this book with children? Well, to make it as relatable as possible, I've just... This boy, this book's inspired by a real boy in my class who loved keys, and he made me reflect on my practice. And I was, I just thought, like, if this boy met me 10 years ago, I would have been so irritated by his obsession with keys, by wanting <laughs> it. I, I would have been, and it would have been a shame. Uh-huh. Like, it, it would have been a real, real shame. I would have been thinking, I'll, I'll let you use my key, but not now. It's, it's just faster if I do it. Uh-huh. 
why take the time to get him to learn to use keys if he's just going to learn to do it when he's older anyways? What's the <laughs> point of talking with him about it? I need to get on with my other real tasks. Uh-huh. Just reflecting on where I've come, I, I, I tried to share, how do I put it, some of the key things that I think has... I can, I can only write about a few things, but some of the key things that help me understand why his interest is worthy of my time and my intention uh-huh. respect. And that's totally how I feel now. Uh-huh. Ten years ago, all of that would have been complete news to me. So I talk about things like um, what neurons are and synapses and what the trendy terms like executive function and self-regulation <laughs> are and how that has to do with a boy fascinated with keys and a two-year-old boy fascinated uh-huh. with keys, trying his best to use them. Yeah. I hope I'm not talking too fast. No, I don't think so. Okay, um, great. <laughs> um, why are you excited about your book? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, so one of the things that I liked about the section that's for the adults in the book is also your inclusion of, um, or your your invitation to, to those adults to use their own language, to substitute because yeah. um, you know there are family members in this in the story, and yeah. um, so you you invite them to substitute the words they use for their different family members. Um, so did that also come from your own experience and reflection? Yeah, just like the way I read books now with two year olds is we just you just talk about the pic like mm-hmm. a lot of time it'll be di- it could be different every time one day they'll let me read the words other times they just want to talk about the cat in the picture and the flowers wherever or somebody's jacket mm-hmm. and now the young me didn't know this but the old me does know that it's just whatever gets you talking with a kid and listening to a kid and responding and the back and forth conversation that's what actually matters right. and it can be english it can be in bengali it could be in somali french russian like what well, doesn't matter it's just the inner human interaction is yeah. what so i at the beginning of the book i did put something about just enjoy the book with your kid and there's there's no yeah no right way or wrong way to do it yeah just, and I- I think that's really important for, um, I mean, I, I don't think anyone would dispute if we said, you know, reading with children is very important. I don't know that there's anyone who would dispute that, but I do think that there are adults who are intimidated by that, Yes. whether it's because of their own um, literacy level or mm-hmm. um, I know in one of the child care centers I worked in, we did a program for, um, uh, we had babies in the program whose moms were still in high school. And mm-hmm. um, when we would talk to them about reading with their babies, it felt silly for them. Like there was some yeah. some dignity too that that we had to take into con- into consideration. And so this idea that you can just have that warm interaction and look at pictures, and you don't have to necessarily even be reading the words that are on the page for it to be a valuable literacy experience. Yeah, I think is really good that you included that in there. Yeah, and it, it doesn't have to be complicated, and it doesn't have to be like. I I have vague memories of myself just being like, okay, my job is to read the book to you, so I need to get through the words. Yeah. I need to get you to sit down and listen enough so I can get through the words. Yeah. And and I I can see, like, tinges of that with different educators or parents or other family members who, yeah, it just feels weird. Like, if it's it's new to you to do that, I get it. So I was just trying my best to say it doesn't have to be complicated <laughs> just enjoy the book it's yeah. really okay yeah and yeah. you know I've, I've also heard people say and it's usually parents that i've heard say yeah. this that are um you know 
I try to read, but all they want to do is turn the pages or all they want to do is point at the picture or they want to read it backwards or, you know, yeah. and, and all those things are okay. It, it, they really are. And it's, yeah, yeah I, like I, I'm not, I'm not a parent myself, but I just, when I watch some adults now with kid, young kids and reading books or doing anything that they think is educational, I feel like there's all this pressure. Yeah. If they're paying attention to all the preachiness that gets directed at adults, there's all this pressure, like, you have to get their brains right, get their brains right. Yeah. And I do believe in all that. Uh, yeah. I, I'm grateful for everything I've learned, but there's this weird, very unnecessary pressure that comes along with it that right. I think is a real shame. Yeah, and, and I think that what, that what you've done in, in this in that part of your, of your book is very gently give permission to let go of that. And it's, yeah. it's not like you included an academic essay at the end of the book. It's just very um, quick affirmation <laughs> of, of uh, the the intention and the attempt being as valuable as um, the words on the page, I guess. Yeah. And, and I, I, I don't have a copy in front of me, but I think I just said, if all your kid wants to do is point at Umar's red coat and say coat, <laughs> you can say, yeah, look, his dad has a green coat. Yeah. And. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Or go grab some keys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, so I'm going to go backwards a little bit here now. Right. And, and you touched on this a little bit when you talked about um, just your own reflection on your practice and a child who's with you now being the inspiration uh, for writing the story. But is there more to, to the origin story of this book that you want to share? Yeah, well, he was, it was a... He was, you know how some children come in happy straight away? Yeah. He came in very unhappy. Mm. And um, what helped him to get kind of settled in with getting dropped off was I, I, we have our, these little badges that open the doors. You put them on the thing and it unlocks the door. Uh-huh. And um, after a few days of him getting a little used to me. I said, do you want to, do you want to let, he calls his dad Abu. Do you want to let Abu out? And I gave him the thing and having him having a little bit of power over it, I think was like, Oh, that's exciting. (laughs) And I'm sure you've known kids too, who being able to have some sort of power in the process of letting the parent go. Drop off time. Yeah. Yeah. Drop off time. And that became a big thing for him. And I think it turned into something he looked forward to and he could close the door and then talking with his his parents um, as as we got to know each other, he's a, one of those kids who didn't really like other toys, but he liked his dad's keys. He liked his dad's tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he really um, who knows whatever was going on in a two year old's head, but he <laughs> appeared to really just be into what adults around him are doing uh-huh. and wanting to explore that. And even as I was beginning to get to know that. He would still, like, if I had to unlock a door or lock a door, he would just be reaching up, like, my turn, my turn. And it took me, like, honestly, a few weeks to really realize what was going on. Like, I gave him turns sometimes, but I was still on my adult task, like, I just need to get it done. Just a minute, Umar. Uh And then I finally realized um, after a few few weeks that I should just sit down with him and let him just use the key. (laughs) And of course, there's there's times I can't always I can't always give him sure. the key but if, if that's what he's interested in and what wants to talk about and wants to be persistent in. Mm-hmm. I just sat down at the toy cupboard and the, where we keep the stuff. I'm, I'm using British terms now. But, uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, it got us weird. Um, 
and just let him practice with the key. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is the, I should have been doing this a while ago. It took me a while to get there. And I think that's okay. But sure. it, yeah, of course it's okay. <laughs> and um, I let him do that with the outside gate key. Let him let in and let let other adults in and out of the room. Uh-huh. And but of course, by the end of his time with us, he was with us last year. Um, he could like unlock and lock and take the keys out and help. He helped me put toys away because uh-huh. we had to clean up at the end of every session. Uh-huh. Um, and it was good. It just, he just his persistence in the face of like we don't have much of a routine in our three our strict schedule in our three hours but he was just persistent like let me follow my interests and yeah yeah so i think um when i when i when i read the when you sent me like a draft yeah. of, the, of the book um one of the things that i thought was great was that it was about keys mm-hmm. because um because again it shows uh that it doesn't have to be fancy for it to be nope. valuable for a child, but also um, it gives us all permission to be interested in what kids are interested in and yeah. not to have to try and, um, uh, you know, humor him for a minute with the key, but then get him back to the real stuff, the real mm-hmm. learning, which you've sort of touched on. Um, and and honestly, what, what toddler or two-year-old hasn't gone through a key? <laughs> phase so i i just think that this book is going to be really appealing i hope so yeah Yeah. and i think that older children will read it and be like oh yeah when i was a baby i liked keys too (laughs) (laughs) when i was that baby toddler yeah Um, now i'm four so i'm grown yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so uh, I, I wanted to give you an opportunity to to talk about your illustrator because I, I that's the other thing I love is that the yeah. book is really nicely illustrated. And you... I would love to talk about yeah. it. <laughs> I I typed in Leeds Illustrator on Twitter and I messaged like five different people, and I had no idea what it took to get somebody to um, um, illustrate a book. And I kind of learned as I went, but I really lucked out with her. She's on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram as Molly Pukes, all one word, and she's um, she's a, I'm I really lucked out with her. Uh-huh. She um, is a cartoonist and illustrator and animator in Leeds, and she knew what she was doing. Um, she's done co- like indie comics and the stuff in the past, so she knew how to like make a I think a storyboard of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, it was, she just, it was just nice, clean, simple drawings. Yeah. And um, I, I, yeah, I, I just, I don't know if, if, if <laughs> you should definitely check her out. Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, and Instagram, Molly Hughes. She's on there. Yeah, she's um, really good. And and I didn't tell you before we started recording that I was going to ask you this, but um, what what. Okay, so what if someone is listening to this now and thinking, oh, he self-published a book, maybe I could do that too. Yeah. Can you can you describe the process or how you Absolutely. did that? I got a I left a power company and I got a refund from them for money they owed me. <laughs> and it was and it wasn't that much, but it was some and I and I decided I want to publish a book. I I came up with a rough sketch idea and I put like I went on Microsoft Word and wrote a title page and the next page, the words and then notes of what I wanted the picture to look like. And I uh-huh. did that page by page. I 
me- randomly messaged a lot of illustrators, asked if they were interested for the measly m- amount I could pay them. <laughs> and when I found one, and apparently most illustrators want to be paid ahead of time for all the images. Oh, okay. Good to know. It is, yeah. <laughs> and, and you usually have to, unless you can find somebody who is trying to make something for their portfolio, uh-huh. you usually have to pay them a lot more than I did. Oh, okay. But you maybe you can find somebody. <laughs> Anyways, get the pictures. And what helped me was Kickstarter, um, which is, if you don't know what it is, it's a website where you can say, I have this idea for this product. And uh-huh. if you give me five, ten, twenty dollars towards the, me funding the project, we'll, you'll get some. You'll get whatever the product is plus some reward. Uh-huh. And so for ten, I did it for ten pounds. I didn't know where that came out in dollars. Um, you'll get a signed copy of the book, and people. I think because I'm addicted to Twitter and post too much, I think I've met like-minded and enough people who uh-huh. they've been very, very supportive, and it's been good. And I got enough money to print off 400 copies. Uh-huh. And, yeah. And, oh, and then I went to – there's um, book printing websites. I so was just going to ask how you printed it. Yeah, there's a different book printing websites. You Like if you just say, like, print my book or print my children's book or uh-huh. self-published author printing blah. Google something, something will come up. Something, you'll find something out there. You will, yeah. And yeah. And I imagine most people are listening in the U.S. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, and it, it worked out. It, it, it took a while. It, I had to be patient, but it sure. worked. Yeah. yeah. And so do you think you'll do more children's books? I have, I'd like to, and I have other ideas. And I think other early years people, or early childhood people should... <laughs> um, I don't know, we read a lot of damn books to kids. I think yeah. we have a sense of, I think a lot of us have a sense of what would be interesting to kids, mm-hmm. what hasn't been done. And if it's something that you're interested in, like, if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we sure, we read a lot of damn books. And yep. uh, and we either I, like them or don't like them while yeah. we're reading them to children or we we know what keeps them with us and what makes yeah. you know what books they walk away from absolutely so that's a really good point yeah um so awesome so any i'm gonna i'm gonna let you share in a minute how to order mm-hmm. the book but is mm-hmm. there anything else that you wanted to say about it i think how to put it <laughs> so again i'm in a nursery program for disadvantaged two-year-olds and their families yeah. And I think where I work, we do we do do very good work. But I think it's true in the U.S. and the U.K. and other similar countries that um, the way we label kids gets in the way of like seeing their intelligence. Mm-hmm. And even to the best of us, I think it happens. Yeah. And uh, not only did I want to like showcase like a like have a main character be a person a kid of color and have like visibly muslim people but it's not it's just about a kid who likes keys i also <laughs> wanted it to i'm happy that it showcased like an intelligence of a of a boy and i didn't write in the book like oh this is a disadvantaged family and yeah these needs and these needs and he wasn't talking much when he came in and da 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 like that stuff but it's, he figured out and he was persistent about how to follow something he was interested in and uh-huh. I could probably go on and on about it, but it's really, <laughs> I think I get why we use the labels and there are real reasons to use them, but I really think 
they really get in the way of seeing the the actual human in front of us. Right. And we, I think, always have to be on guard of that. Absolutely. I I think a lot of the language that we choose um, mm-hmm. affects whether or not we 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 see the humanity of the people mm-hmm. we work with, or whether we see the processes and structures that we're working in. Yeah. Um, so I I think that's really important that you that you mention that. I think you did, you did an episode a while ago with that Lillian Katz quote of, um, oh, uh, like even the, if like they don't have colored pencils or books at home, it doesn't, it, it would still be useful. They don't have lively minds or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. And like Umar, the, the real Umar like absolutely had a lively mind and a curious and an engaged mind. Uh-huh. Um, if he, did, he might not have like known the nursery rhymes, you think a two year old should know, but that doesn't, that. in the end it does not matter mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and 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 you might not have found that out if you had not followed his interests and followed no. his his yeah. lead with that and and let yourself let go of your your own agenda a little bit which is sort yeah. of what i and, heard you describing yeah and what i guess one last bit uh-huh. is so in that section for adults i went back and forth if i was going to use the terms like executive function and self-regulation and in the end i'm glad i did mm-hmm. i think on one on one hand, I really think I want more adults to learn about early childhood development. All adults of any background. Yep. On the other hand, I feel like so many parents and educators get told, like, do it this way, do it that way. And what the balance I tried to find was, here's in, and the way I wrote in the section was, here's information that was useful for me. Mm-hmm. I trust that as you as a intelligent adult it will be useful for you take what you want from it i think there's this weird i i honestly had some people say oh don't put those terms in there they're not accessible and it, i think it's this weird sort of condense condensation uh-huh. or whatever. condescension <laughs> <laughs> weird we'll just weird, say that's a british uh, term <laughs> yeah weird um um idea like uh-huh. oh you can't tell like immigrant families or working class families like these terms if you want them to get it but that, i think that's ridiculous right. and if we think that information's useful for me it we don't need to shove it down people's throats or say you have to do this or do that but we should share it and i think i in the end did do a good job of sharing those terms explaining what they mean and trusting adults to do what they want with it. Yeah. And I think those terms are out there, whether we're using them or not. I think parents yeah. are hearing them or seeing them or getting flyers about them from, yeah. you know, their, the pediatrician or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so why not use it and then add what we think makes it more accessible or connects yeah. it to the specific thing we're talking about in your case, yeah. you know, Umar yeah. and his keys. Yeah. So, cool. Um, okay. And how do they order it? If people well, at the moment you go to, David N as in um, Nathan Khan, <laughs> C-A-H-N dot bigcartel.com. And if you're in the U.S. or Canada or somewhere else, the shipping kind of sucks, but I can't do anything about it. <laughs> and um, then I'll send you a copy. And if you're in a country that isn't listed there, just please email me. And it's on that website. And I will gladly find out the shipping costs yeah and when we post this um when we post this episode we'll post that link 
Yeah, great. That'd be great. Thank you, Heather. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited about it. I'm waiting for oh, my copy. Good. Yeah, good. <laughs> my actual copy. I, I am. I'm already um, thinking about, you know, how to use it when I go back to work in the fall and um, which kids I know are going to really connect with it. Cool. I think it's and awesome also, that you did this. Thank you. And I'm also going to say, because I'm trying to become a brazen promoter because yeah. <laughs> we want to sell it. There's a uh, it's got the cosign from Janet Lansbury on the back of the book. Yeah. So if you know who Janet Lansbury is, you've got several. Yeah. 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 Who else? And Keisha Reed, who I think probably a lot of people listen to, like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Cool. I'm impressed that you got. Yeah. I mean, I saw some of those those little testimonials that you have, and I was so I was jealous. Yeah, I'm. I'm you got to be brazen. You just have to ask a million people. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, David. Thank you. Thank you. Um, have a good rest of your day. Thanks. I Thanks, will. everyone, for listening. We'll see you on another episode. Bye. And that's the show. Now go get your nerd on.